Hi there, this is Dr. Austin Tay, and welcome to episode 25 of Psych Chat. In today's episode, I will be discussing about how we could challenge ourselves. It is very easy when we find ourselves in a situation where we are not able to get up from. We start to panic, catastrophize, and eventually give up on ourselves. Do all this sounds familiar? In today's episode, I want to explore the possibilities of challenging ourselves and asking those thought-provoking questions that might help us to reframe our perspectives and then look at the situation we are in in a different light. I've been away for a while, exploring and learning to improve my knowledge about coaching. I figure out that there are so many things one could learn. One of the topics that I come across is how often my clients get stuck and will be in a situation whereby they'll be going round and round and round the situation without having a solution as to how they can get up from it. There is no surprise at all that we, human beings, are creatures of habit. We find solace and comfort in our own status quo. We feel more comfortable not to rock the boat and just get on with the flow even when we are feeling uncomfortable in our situation. However, this is where we become complacent. And instead of challenging the situation we are in, we make the choice to dwell on our own miseries. What makes challenging ourselves important, you might ask? When we can ask those difficult questions to challenge ourselves, we are essentially facing up to our issues. We are taking control. Of course, it is much easier to run away or pretend that we are facing issues or tackling those issues head on. These are good strategies, but only provide temporary comfort. When we challenge ourselves to confront and look at our issues in a different way, we are creating possibilities. When we start to act like this, we are also approaching our issues rationally. We 
do not load ourselves with irrational thoughts and emotions. We do not curtail ourselves with reasons that we sought out to justify our inertia, our unwillingness to change. We do not deliberately sabotage ourselves. So what can we do to challenge ourselves? Number one, what makes the situation that you are in real? For example, when we feel that we are not able to perform in our work, is this because of previous bad experiences? We feel we are not able to do a particular work or do we not really have the competence to do the work? If we are not trying because of bad experiences, how do we know this time round is the same as the previous times? Are we approaching the task at hand with rationality? Or are we basing on irrationality? That is because of the past experiences we are now attributing the fear of failure to future work tasks. This is what we call in psychology as learned helplessness. What then can we do? We can help ourselves by delineating the reasons why the past experiences have prevented us from trying. A good exercise is to write down our thoughts and feelings towards the past experiences and to determine how that can be related to not wanting to attempt the present task. When we can see visually or articulate out loud, we can see what the underlying reasons are for not trying. And as intelligent human beings, we will find the right ways to move forward. Number two, am I the only one in this situation? When we are in crisis or in a flux, we tend to put the spotlight on ourselves. No one will understand what I'm going through. This situation is unique to me. No one can help me. Sounds familiar? Often when we are too caught up with our issues, we are clouded with the situation and see no way out. The more we shine that spotlight on ourselves, we will only continue to think that we are the only person in the world suffering or going through hard times. 
such notion, of course, does not serve us well. Rather than looking at how we can get out from the situation, we dwell on our plight and feel sorry for ourselves. Do not get me wrong. There's nothing wrong to feel sorry for ourselves. In fact, we ought to embrace the good and bad of whatever that happens to us. What matters here is not to feel or let the situation we are in makes us feel even worse than we are. True to be told, what you are going through is not going to be unique to you alone. Someone somewhere out there might also have experienced what you have gone through. Now that we recognize that you are not the only one that have gone through such experience. What should we do next? Number three. Taking the bold step. The only way to challenge ourselves in the way we think we need to approach everything with a wider lens. It is very tempting to narrow our focus and inundate ourselves with options that are often emotionally driven or reactionary. What we need instead is to give ourselves the opportunity to look at the situation with clarity. So how do we do that? To change our perspectives, we first must allow ourselves to approach the situation we are in with calmness, which in turn will provide that clarity. One way to achieve that calmness is to engage in some form of mindfulness intervention. It is often very interesting when a mindfulness intervention is recommended. Often, we will hear people say how being mindful and meditating for 10 minutes is just not them. While meditation is a form of mindfulness, it is not the only way to be mindful. According to researchers, bishop and colleagues, they believe that there is a two-component model of mindfulness. They explained, Mindfulness requires 1. Self-regulation of attention, awareness and presence in moment-to-moment observations of immediate thoughts, feelings, sensation. And two, curiosity, openness, and acceptance of momentarily experiences without elaboration or rumination about thoughts, feelings, and sensations. 
mindfulness practice enhances state mindfulness, that is, the extent to which individuals regulate their attention as described and subsequently increases trait mindfulness. Now that we have discussed about the benefits of being mindful as being mindful will allow us to have some clarity and not dwell on unnecessary thoughts and emotion we will become a bit more open to the situation and all this will create a new perspective so number four it is important once getting that clarity is to start to look at the situation with a new perspective. So when we are able to have clarity using mindfulness interventions, we are able to view situations we are in with different lens. We are able to set cognitive emotional boundaries. We are able to segment the thoughts we have and focus on the present. So in dealing with situations that we find difficult to navigate, we will be able to focus on solving the issues instead of brooding over them and getting stuck in the why me questions. Once we get that new perspective, it is important then to decide what should we do to move forward. So lastly is the next steps. What steps should we be taking? Now that we have clarity, we are looking at the situation with new perspective. When we have gathered new perspectives into our situations, we need to learn how to apply these perspectives to similar situation in the future. There is a need for us to pause and allow ourselves to evaluate the situations that we are in. It must be said that we are allowing ourselves not to dwell. Rather, we recognize what the situation is and then come up with the best approach to deal with the situation. Of course, saying it is easy, but when we come face-to-face -face with a tough situation, we might easily fall back to our old ways of approach. What matters here is the realization that we have fallen to our old ways and how we would like to apply our new approach. 
We, after all, are humans. We will have to take time to unlearn our old habits and incorporate new ones. Today, I have shared with you five points on how you can challenge yourself. One, determining whether the situation you are in is real. Two, are you the only one who has experienced such situation? Three, taking the bold step. Four, embracing your new perspective. And five, taking steps to move forward. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you have any questions or suggestions, please send them to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. All research shared in this episode can be found in the show notes. As a bonus for this episode, I will be offering five one-hour free coaching session. You can find details on how to register in the show notes. The first five who register will be offered one-hour free coaching with me. Thank you again for listening to this episode.